and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about no UFO shootdown photos for you. That's correct. No UFO shootdown photos for you. That's correct. You're not getting the photos. You're not getting the videos. In fact, I'm not even sure you're going to get an interview with the pilots that shot these things down. Of course, we're talking about the four separate objects that were shot down back in February. You had... Uh, the Chinese spy balloon over North Carolina. You had uh, the UFO slash party balloon over Alaska. Another one over the Yukon. And finally, one over Lake Huron. Now, when I say party balloon, I'm being very facetious because at the time these things were shot down, the pilots did not describe them as party balloons. They described them as unidentified flying objects or as they would say uh, in the deep state, UAPs. In fact, the one over Alaska was described as a car-shaped object, oblong in nature. The one over the Yukon, I believe, was described as the size of a side-by-side. You know, it's like a big four-wheeler, kind of octagonal-shaped. Same thing with uh, the one over Lake Huron, not described as a balloon. The article that we're looking at comes from theblackvault.com, and it was actually John Greenwald, uh, the guy that, that takes care of that website, and the author there, the researcher, who does so much good work, who tried to get the pictures for these things and was denied. He says in his article here, U.S. Air Force says all photos, videos of 2023 balloon shootdowns classified. He's also got a short video here, and I'll post a link at the Buy Me a Coffee website. You can check it out there. He says, in 2023, the U.S. Air Force is known to have shot down numerous unknown objects primarily described as balloons, February 4th, 2023, off the coast of South Carolina, February 10th, 2023, over Alaska, February 11th, 2023, over Yukon, and February 12th, 2023, over Lake Huron. Were all of these events that took place where all these events took place and were heavily covered in the mainstream media. So yes, the news was full of this stuff for several weeks. And it really wasn't until after these things were shot down that they began to uh, develop the parallel narrative that these were all balloons and not UFOs. They started to, at the beginning, with the second shootdown in Alaska. They immediately uh, conflated that with what had happened in North Carolina. Kind of get that into the narrative. And then they just kept working it and working it and working it to the point now we're probably... If you ask the average person what happened, they'll tell you that these things were all balloons. When in fact, we know from the pilot testimony and the pilot, I guess, conversations in the cockpit that we were able to that we were able to listen to, that what they were seeing were not balloons. It didn't look like it. The first one in Alaska was described as a, a cylinder-shaped object, the size of a small car. The one I believe in the Yukon was described as the size of a side-by-side, you know, like a, like a, like one of those four-wheel wreck-type vehicles. Uh, kind of an octangular shaped, and I believe that the one in Huron was uh, described similarly. Now, if these were balloons or party balloons, it seems crazy that they would spend four or five hundred thousand dollars per missile to shoot these things down. I think it took two missiles to shoot the one down in North Carolina, the actual spy balloon, and I think the, each of the other ones took one missile piece. Anyway, I believe there were five missiles discharged for the four objects. That's a cool $2.5 million. Imagine what you could do with that. It says, on February 18, 2023, the Black Vault filed a 
Freedom of Information Act, it's a FOIA request for a copy of all visual imagery captured from the shootdown of balloons, unidentified aerial objects, and asks that all classified slash unclassified photos, videos, cockpit footage, personal cell phone photos, videos taken by the pilots could have given to the DOD, etc., be included in the release. In other words, he just asked for everything involved with these four shootdowns. On March 21, 2023, the U.S. Air Force responded and denied the release of everything requested. It is unknown how many photos or videos were discovered or are being withheld, but their explanation was the following. It says, quote, this is from the Air Force here, quote, the fighter wing 1FW has conducted a thorough search for responsive records to your request. Your request was processed under FOIA and was coordinated with the Office of Primary Responsibility. Please note that consistent with your request, under Exemption 1 and AFMAN 33-302, referencing Executive Order EO 13526, that apply to the continued declassification information, the requested information is withheld and not releasable. And then it says the exemption. FOIA exemption 15 USC 552B1 protects from disclosure national security information concerning the national defense or foreign policy, provided that it has been properly classified in accordance with Executive Order 13526. In this instant, sections 14C and sections 14E of the Executive Order apply. If the information qualified as Exemption 1, there is no discretion regarding its release. DOD 5400.7R Afman 33302 Parrot C3211 Classification authorities are given great deference. Got that? Great deference in deciding whether information is properly classified. Taylor v. Department of Army 684 F2D 99109 circa 1982 According to utmost deference to affidavits explaining classification decision. Then he says the request was originally filed by the Black Vault to the headquarters of the U.S. Air Force Base. However, it was later forwarded to the Joint Base Langsley Eustis in Virginia for review and processing. The Black Vault will file an appeal to, the f- to fight the denial. The entire letter can be downloaded below. And then he has quite a little letter here. Uh, yeah, no pictures for you. Even if you are are, are respected uh, journalists like John Greenwald, a respected uh, UFO investigator uh, who always uh, errs uh, on the side of being cautious, even for someone disreputable, you're not getting the pictures. So that begs the question, if these things were just balloons, why not go ahead and just show us an image of them? I mean, couldn't you release a little grainy... Uh, garbage type image like he did to Tom with the Tic Tacs? Couldn't you do something like that? Is John not in the club? I don't know. But this is very uh, suspicious to me that we have these four shoot downs and absolutely no video, no photos are being released. They don't say they have them. Of course they have them. They, were, they would have been taken right there uh, from the cockpit of the jet airplane that was used to shoot them down, probably from the missile warhead itself. But they're just not going to let us see them. Wouldn't it make more sense to let the American people see that 
Well, yes, maybe we did overreact, but these are simply balloons uh, bouncing about. Uh, next time, maybe, maybe we'll wait before we shoot them down. I don't know. Do they just not want to explain themselves? Or are they afraid of what the people will actually see if they release these videos? Is this clear and convincing evidence that these were actually bona fide UFOs and therefore the debunkers would no longer be able to debunk? I don't know. I want to go ahead and take a look at this next article, though, right along the same line. Now, considering the government is insinuating, implying, suggesting, whatever, that these three other objects, besides the spy balloon, the Chinese spy balloon, were themselves some type of balloon, whether it was a corporate-owned research balloon, whether it was a science club sending up a balloon, or even a party balloon. That being said, the government has missed a tremendous opportunity to show the dangers of these things. I mean, not only are they a danger to, to uh, airline traffic, as we noted, a couple of these were at altitudes of twenty to 40,000 feet, right where a passenger airplane would be traveling at, and they did present a, an imminent threat to anybody that would have been near those things. If you were to have one of those, say, smash through a cockpit window, what, what is your pilot doing? What's happened? Now you have a disabled pilot. Now you've got a, a very real uh, scenario where a plane goes down. So these things are a danger. Secondly, uh, they're terrible uh, for wildlife. And we know that after, after this whole thing has come out, the government goes on and says, well, you know, these balloons are so common, they're all over the place. That doesn't make it right. If that's they are common, and they need to be regulated and probably outlawed for the most part. That's why it would have been so much better for them to go ahead and release that cockpit video to John Greenwald so people could see this, these, this is a danger these things um, pose, and this is why we need to regulate them and eliminate them. Now just, to, just to bring home my point, I want to look at this article from... Uh, Great Lakes Snow Dot Oregon says, sounds like these guys maybe are affiliated with or something uh, to do with uh, PBS. So, you know, a, a, it looks like a pretty um, a, a pretty mainline news source. Okay, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a real problem going on. It says, balloon effect. Survey highlights Great Lakes balloon pollution problem. So right there over Lake Huron, where this object was shot down, they're now telling us they think it was, a it was a party balloon, even though the pilot didn't describe it that way. But if it was a party balloon, that would have been the perfect opportunity for the government to release that cockpit video and say, look at this balloon. This is the kind of thing that we're trying to get rid of. This is the sort of thing that if you were to throw this thing out your car window, you'd be ticketed for littering. Yet some idiot is allowed to go out and release this randomly up into the air endangering airline traffic, the lives of hundreds of people, and when it does finally come back down, it's quite frequently ingested or becomes entangled in some animal, thereby destroying wildlife. It says balloons are synonymous with celebration, birthdays, weddings, and graduation ceremonies, but once the party is over, discarded balloons can kill wildlife and pollute the environment. Yeah, this, uh, by the way, this article is from Sharon Osteheck dated November 11th, 2019. I'll put a link at the Buy Me a Coffee site. 
Laura O'Brien, a master's student at the University of Michigan School for Environmental and Sustainability, is working to draw attention to the problem those leftover balloons create in the Great Lakes region. In June, she launched a citizen science survey to collect reports of balloon debris on local beaches and riverbanks. As of the end of October, she had just over 1,500 unique reports of balloon fragments. That's 1,500 possibilities for seabirds or other wildlife to be injured or killed when they mistake fragments for food or become entangled in long ribbons or strings. And it's got a picture of this poor seagull here all tangled up and dead in one of these stupid balloon strings. It says, O'Brien is not alone in her concern about the balloons in the Great Lakes. Volunteer trash pickup days, sponsored by the environmental group Alliance for the Great Lakes, tallied more than 18,000 balloons, balloon pieces, or strings along Great Lakes shorelines between 2016 and 2018. In 2018, 87% of the litter picked up by the adopted beach volunteers was plastic, said the group's spokesman, Jennifer Cadillac. While there are many sources of plastic pollution, balloons are easily preventable. We encourage people using balloons as part of the celebration to be thoughtful about disposing of them properly after the event. O'Brien mapped reported balloon debris in her, in her survey and found three distinct hotspots. A two-mile stretch of balloon beach at the Indiana Dunes State Park across Lake Michigan from Chicago gets the top ranking with 224 balloons or pieces of balloons since June. So, and it goes on and gives a, a pretty good uh, summary of the damage that's being done just in the just in the Great Lakes region by balloons. Now, you can imagine what would happen uh, if one of these giant weather balloons fell in the ocean. How many sea turtles, you know, could be injured, maimed, or killed by these things? So, what I'm getting at is we're being told over and over again what was shot down was balloons. But you can't have any video of it. And secondly, uh, balloons are all over the place, so get used to it. Well, neither of those answers work. And the balloons apparently are a real problem, and they're causing a lot of environmental damage. Well, that should be addressed. It's, as she says, easily solvable. Quit letting your balloons go. Secondly, release the video so that we know they're balloons, so we can just have some resolution in this matter, number one. And number two, the government could use this opportunity to show people why they shouldn't release balloons into the atmosphere. doesn't matter if those are party balloons or whether it's a science club thinking that they're uh, having a learning experience. And as far as that goes, it doesn't even matter if it's Google trying to uh, spy on us. Keep the balloons on the ground. And maybe the government can save themselves a half a million dollars at a time shooting these things down. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.